0: Welcome back to the Compound Podcast, the big episode 100, the one that we've all been waiting for. And then Tom made us wait more because he made us do two episode 98s, episode 100, presented by Parse Rum, just like every other one of our episodes. Go get your Parse. And we hope that fans will be back to yell about it at Wrigley soon. Is there anything you guys would like to say about um, this being the 100th episode or about
1: Parse? All all I want to say is I'm disappointed because you said that you asked Nico to call in an original member of the compound. And he did not. And that's unfortunate.
2: I, I talked to him a good amount this week too. I asked
0: a few people to call in Tom like texted me and he was like, Hey, will you ask some of the former guests to call in? I'm not going to name names, but I sent probably six text messages out. One of them was to Nico. Nico was the quickest response. He was an immediate, oh yeah. What what should I say? What what should it be like? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely do it. I also saw Nico today working out. At which point, this was about four hours ago. He said, on his way home, he was going to make
1: the call. I'm not sure what happened there, but of maybe the, he's still working out. That could be the issue here. He's well, grinding.
0: He left before I did, so uh, he went back in. <laughs> The of the people that I texted, which were some of, you know, we've had a lot of famous guests. A couple of them were some of our more famous guests. Some of them not. Some of them not. Some of them just some of our favorite guests. Okay. Zero. People left a voicemail, which makes me feel like people don't like us as much as I thought they did. It was tough. I
3: was going through them today and I hadn't looked. I looked over. the. I looked like before the weekend and then I had looked after we had texted Ian. And I was like, oh, I'm excited to hear from you Would give me a pretty good list of people. And then I kept going through and I was like, none of, th- none of them <laughs> called. And I almost no. texted you. But I was like, what am I going to say? Like, none of your people came through. It was tough.
0: I got multiple responses, too. that were like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. And then crickets.
3: That hurt me. OK, how about funny. this,
0: though? Maybe they'll, like, remember it next week and call in. So, Tom, you have to stay on the voicemails and see if they come in just at least like a seven day. this is like what MLB does. Like we'll give you a little extension. Let's give them a seven day extension. We'll see if they come through.
3: We'll be in person next week. So we can listen to them all together. Oh
0: yeah. What a week, what a big week. Um, Should we before? Okay. So what, what we did for this episode, all of our listeners should know this, but what we did, we gave a voicemail out there onto the Twitter sphere and then people called in and left questions or maybe motivational messages. We don't really know. We haven't heard them yet, but we had over a hundred submissions. Uh, Tom picked some of his favorites, and then we're going to listen to him and respond during the episode for uh, the hundredth episode pizza party extravaganza. And um,
1: it's the pizza party that has no
2: pizza. Did you get pizza, Zach? No, I asked you guys if we were doing it. Why was, wouldn't you get
1: it just by yourself? Because I'm not eating it unless you guys are doing it. See, I would have, but I just got the goat Saturday for the fights. I got Grimaldi's on Saturday. I was like, I don't need pizza twice in three days. That's how you get a dump truck of a body. (laughs) That would have been a pretty good shtick if you would have been the only one eating pizza just
2: by yourself. I checked in like an hour and what, 15 minutes before the episode. I was fully prepared to go and order one. And Where were these texts. I wasn't a part of this. I would have been like, let's go. I would order
3: pizza. I, I, you know, I thought, what if Tom was the only heaven. one
1: eating pizza yeah. Ian, uh, yeah. and Ian was, out, Hey, Ian was out there on the front lines with the PA, you know, what, they there. don't have
2: delivery out there in Arizona
1: and for these prices. Whew,
3: order a pizza right now. Let's see if it gets here by the end of the episode. Someone order oh, one yeah. right now and see if it gets here by the end of the episode. How dedicated are you?
0: You know what the real question is? Why isn't John Boy Media getting us all pizza in celebration of the hundredth episode, huh?
2: Don't turn this on me. They just—they just got posters of us in there. Let's take That's it. That's a good here, point. Right? Let's not push. No, let's it. not push our luck.
0: Should we? Should we touch on the labor negotiations quickly? I guess
1: I'm, you're our inside source. Listen, you're the one that feeds all us of. It. All of the days are blurring
0: together now. I get. I'm, a Lot of phone calls. A lot of time on the phone for me. The if you guys thought I was on the phone a lot in 2020 when we were all you living were. together.
1: And you uh, were because you'd stop in the middle of our tennis matches and take phone calls underneath the tree. I'm about I'm I'm hitting my twenty twenty high on phone calls. Um actually quick question. Do you have the new AirPods or do you still have the old school airpods? No, I like
0: the old school ones. I got the new ones and then I did not like them. I, I re-gifted them. Because i know you take all your phone calls with the airpods in so i was like did you upgrade i have a i have a good story and we could keep this in or take this out i uh i got the airpod pros right that's a new one i yeah. got the pros i tried them i have little ears and they yeah. don't fit in my little ears so <laughs> i actually tried them hated them what? What? wait wait I, wait
1: What do you mean you have little ears? I have little ears. Look at my little ears. Like the whole of your ear is
0: smaller than the entire ear is small. I have a small ear with a small ear hole. Okay. (laughs) They don't fit AirPod Pros, they don't fit really much
2: of anything. Okay. So,
1: do you have have small ears? Is this a real uh, thing?
2: I don't know. That is interesting i don't think i've ever heard of small ear holes for like but i will say they usually give you different sizes the different buds though whenever you yeah, get, you get buds. smaller buds
0: i did the smallest of buds doesn't work okay they fall out they're uncomfortable hey, they hurt try I don't like
2: them. try the new Bose ones those are incredible no,
0: i refuse and they I don't have the same connectivity that the you're right they're way better do. no free ads but i it's a great them. labor
3: update by the way this is labor yeah. it's going great
0: I hated them. It's it's very fitting. Let me get through this story. Yes, sorry. I hated them. So I ended up re-gifting them to Julie for a present at, I can't remember what holiday it was. And then I stole hers,
1: which were the old ones because I really wanted them. You know what I think is disgusting is when people share earbuds. Like once that was in your ear, that's never going in my ear. Ever. Oh, you can't you can't sanitize it that's how are you deep cleaning it yeah you can deep clean them there's you they get them like have, wet they have like brushes for that they have like a whole yeah. utensil kit for if that. you buy a brush and do it in front of me sure I'll, I'll wear some but I, w- I will never put somebody else's earbuds in also
0: my earbuds. also i have actually in the team wash left a pair of airpods in my shorts and they went into the washer came out perfectly fine perfect connectivity no issues Really great, right through the wash. All right, can we talk about labor, sure guys? Jeez, yeah. got sidetrack on AirPods. It feel all the days feel like they're running together. Uh, it's really crazy to me that it was just a week ago that uh, all of that excitement was swirling because it feels like a month. But a lot of that, as I think we all know by now, was kind of orchestrated as a tactic to get the the fans excited about the possibility of a deal. We were never really that close. The numbers were off. There was still a lot to take care of. We're still not that close, but there's been meetings that have been happening. There's been talks, um, which is positive. Continuing to talk is positive.
1: The funniest part about last week is like, you guys were never really that close. Like people were staying up and it was like, it's really not that close. Like it's, I, I don't know what the buzz was all about, but it was like, nope. I mean, well, I was really. taking calls at Yeah. No, I'm not saying you weren't talking time but like, midnight
0: mountain time. Yeah. We were they were up. They were two, three AM East Coast. But but it was not that there were, there were talks that were progressing. We just never actually got that close. Yeah. And the last the you know, that extension day, the best and final from the league was basically not even a move from the proposal that they had before. So it wasn't like they went up $5 million on the player pool, and like that was it. And then they snuck in some other stuff that was like,
1: what? So it didn't really. That's what Ploof tweeted. Ploof tweeted, he's like, I saw the final offer. It was an absolute joke. Yeah, it just didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. But
0: conversations are continuing. I think we can all remain hopeful, right? Hey, I'm, hey, I'm still playing. That's
1: a good point. <laughs> can you tell us uh, the latest from Cubs uh, camp? Uh, there is 500 people here now because all of the minor league camp has begun. So there is a lot of people. Um,
0: can I say one thing about just being on the Twitter? Marky, yes. it's trying to get all the content
1: they can. I mean, you, you, oh, the, the prospects we got here, though, like it's. Brent, first of all, by the way. Shocker, big surprise. If I had to say to you, someone hit a home run today in a live BP, who would that someone be if you had to guess?
0: It would have to be Bren Davis, right?
1: He's he's the GOAT. He might actually be right the X? GOAT. He did it in the stadium too. Was it way like back? They, played, they did the live BP in the stadium. Nuke. The guy's a good player. He's a good player. So, But, yes, they are – Markey is very much uh, taking advantage of all the prospects being here. At one time.
0: Anything else you'd like to say about Cubs camp before we move to these questions?
1: It's 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 weird without you guys here. It's it's also funny because the minor league training room, a hundred bodies. The big league side, there's ghost town. Two people in there at a time, tops. Okay, let's uh, let's move to these questions because
0: we got a lot of them, and Tom's getting mad at us. Right before we get to the questions, though, Tom, right before, I want to have I have a little message from our obvious shirts, friends. Can I just pass along this message from our obvious shirts, friends? We talked to them about some new shirts, which is exciting, and they have uh, some really cool lockout shirts coming out um, to support the players, but right now, they have a massive sale uh, that they're going to run, and the best part is that the sale ends when baseball comes back, so they're running it until baseball is back. Cause they want fans to be out there rocking shirts, getting excited about the season, even though we're not sure when it's going to start. Um, so the huge collections of shirts that they have on sale is 30% off plus free shipping and discount will be applied automatically at checkout. And they have this new loyalty program. So all of the sales go towards the loyalty program. So huge shout out to obvious shirts, 30% off. Uh, you can't miss it. And then be on the lookout for the player collection, uh, lockout shirts to support the players but 30 percent off big time let's get to the questions all right here we go hey compound boys this is
4: Fayo from jacksonville and that was the sloan hardware on the urinal at work just thought i'd leave that for you i uh, my question is
5: what rule or equipment or anything from any major
4: sport would you like to take and add to the game of baseball in any way you'd like
0: thanks wait just a quick question did he flush a urinal at the start of the question
3: he did yeah he did
0: i did that, not that know was,
3: that's the note we're starting on that's that that's right shout, cool. shout out
0: sloan
1: shout out sloan valve or flush in questions I did not know that's what that sound was. I was very confused. I was like, I just hear static.
0: You guys have a piece of uh, sports equipment that you would want to add to the game baseball? I have one. I'll go first because I don't want to get taken. What I would do is I would add a field goal, okay, a field goal post, and it would go in the stands Okay, in the outfield stands and it would have to be way back. Like we're talking, it has to be at least four hundred and fifty feet, maybe or something. I guess it depends on where it is in the stadium, but every stadium can put it in a different place. And if a homer goes through it, it counts
1: for two runs. How about you just put like a basketball hoop in like like somewhere randomly? And if it goes through it, automatic win, game over, everybody goes home.
0: That you know how they you have that, how like,
1: small my, that hoop is. So that's if you like, hit it in that, yeah. you win the game.
0: You know how like in minor league stadiums they'll have like a uh, hit it here and like somebody wins, like it's at a it's minor a league stadium. And somebody wins like five grand. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, but and it like never happens. Uh That was a good one, but that's basically stealing mine. So you have
2: to come up with a new one. Zach, do you have one? Uh, not at the top of my head, I don't. That's a good question.
3: You talked about the little hole in the sign of the minor leagues. My favorite was I, where were I, one of the teams we were playing had a hole in the wall where you had to hit it through only in the sixth inning. It had to be a grand slam and it had to be the home team. And you had to pick one player on the home team to do it. But if all those things happen, which is like lightning striking you 17 times, you'd win a free car. But I mean, the odds of you picking the player that hits a grand slam in the bottom of the inning through the little hole, I mean, seems like it's impossible. But it happened. No, of course. No, it's never. Oh, that's why they do it, though, because, I mean, they yes. make it possible.
0: Yeah. It's like, they make it oh, yeah, paint, they, like
3: it could happen.
1: It literally would never happen. It's yeah. actually impossible. I got one in. Okay. This is, like, this is like a penalty shot. If a pitcher, if they implement the pitch clock, and he runs out of time three times in the game, you get a softball toss pitch to try to hit a homer. Down with the that.
0: question was for a piece of sports equipment from another sport, okay. And then you just you can use a, big... a new rule
1: for baseball. He, didn't he say rule use. too? Yeah, he said rule. So listen to the question, Ian. Open your ears, move the small,
2: on. They're all small, the small Zach, ears,
1: dude. Zach, do you like my idea? I thought that was great. Thank you. Better than the goalposts where you get two runs, right? Yeah, that was genius. What a loser. Next question.
4: Okay, I have a question for all of you guys. What was your guys' first impressions of each other? And what was your favorite memory when living in the compound?
1: That is an easy one. I'm going first because first impression of Zach, we actually were friends like right away, like as soon as we got drafted. So actually a good impression, surprisingly. First impression of Ian, I think me and Zach's is the same. This guy's a dick. Yep. Stay I was far terrified away, of him. And I thought he was a dick. Yep. <laughs> but now we love him because we got to know him. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and we met that with love. And with you mean that in a nice way?
0: My first impression, I don't know. I was too, I was in such a bad place. I don't really know if I had a first impression. Mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't seeing or talking to anybody.
1: It's was in a bad place. The first time I think you ever talked to me was when. Michigan State was playing in the NCAA tournament, and we were in Nashville.
0: I mean, that was time. the first
1: series, though. That was the first yeah. series, right? But I mean, I was in big league camp with you. Like that's true. You
0: you were with me for two months. <laughs> yeah, but pitchers, but pitchers and position players are never close to each other. Uh, me and Zach uh, were pretty close. But you guys were boys.
2: <laughs> exactly. The first time Ian talked to me was when he brought me into the back of that uh, of the locker room and asked or had me get fitted for a pair of jeans that he was gracious enough to to buy me. Yeah, yeah, that's messed up. You can't say that you were terrified of I me. Mean, I bought you a pair of I jeans. Was, I was. I was so terrified of you. I wasn't going to go up and say, hey, Ian, how you doing?
1: Um,
0: My favorite. Second, second part of that was memory from the compound. Yeah,
1: favorite memory of the compound. Mine's easy. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo was a blast. Zach? I think club compound. I was going to, I knew you were going to say compound that was really good too. I think
0: uh, I am going to go a different direction. And I think just the excitement and anticipation for each one of the Jordan doc, um, the last dance episodes was, cause it was, it was Sunday, right? It was every Sunday. And then we would get yep, pizza. And would, yeah. The anticipation and excitement for that was my favorite memory you know my favorite, I, i'd
1: like to change my favorite memory <laughs> my favorite memory would be when it would be 12 12 30 at night and ian would look at sal and they'd be like another bottle of wine <laughs> and they'd shrug their shoulders and they'd crack another bottle of wine <laughs> the uh i would just like
0: for the listener i would like to put it out there that the couch that we had in the tv room at the compound was big enough to fit
1: five people. No, it could have fit like 14.
0: It could have fit more than that, but I'm saying comfortably, like our normal seating arrangement was.
1: There's five or six of us.
0: There was six. I think there was five people on the couch and then there was two big beanbags on the floor. Yeah. But we easily could have fit everyone that was at the comp. Like the most we had was seven at one point. Yeah. We could have fit everybody onto that couch. That's how big the couch was. Okay, now we can move on.
4: Hey, Ian, Zach, and Dakota. Uh, my name is Ryan Thorston and I'm listening from Bettendorf, Iowa. Uh, started listening to your guys' podcast during quarantine and really brought back my love for baseball. It was pretty hard with our season up in the air to have a joy for baseball. So listening to you guys every week was really fun. My question for you guys is, what was the go-to School lunch for you guys back in high school here it's pretty limited but my favorite is chicken mashed potato ball thanks for everything you guys have done
2: mine i got
1: two great what a great what a great statement and question first
2: of all that was great um i had peanut butter and jelly more than anybody in the history of the world leaving it at that
1: why do you say had like past tense you still eat peanut butter and jelly Uh, yeah but like
2: Back then, if I didn't like what was on the menu, I was just because they had the option of peanut butter and jelly, and I would and I knew the lunch lady or the who who would ring you up the cashier, and she would always just give me an extra free
1: one, so I'd have two. Do you fuck with the Uncrustables?
2: Yeah, here and there, but they're not. It's not real.
1: Yeah, I only I would only have like three or four a day in Omaha.
0: I would like to say that I love when we have fans in Iowa because we got to spend such a fun time together in Iowa, uh, and that was a great message. But I'm going to go a little opposite direction of like favorite thing. We had a chicken. Sa- I guess I'll say we had a chicken sandwich when I was in high school. That was decent. But uh, you know what my least favorite thing was? Was down on Lunchables. The pizza Lunchable with the like fake pizza sauce made me want to vomit. You know, because I, I, sl- I don't sm- want to vomit. Oh, if, I, if I smell that fake marinara, I'll puke. I don't I don't love them either. Hate lunchables. They're
1: gross. I don't like lunchables either, but going at the pizza was a weird choice. Like you could have went at the rubbery turkey or like the fake cheese. Like you could have went at other options. Like the pizza was the only good one. Pizza's (laughs) the
3: best one. Exactly. What's he doing?
1: The other ones are horrible, but oh
3: my god. I don't even want to continue with the questions now. I'm I'm upset. Dakota,
1: did you say one or no? Uh, no, um, I never,
0: can I also say that he said the options were limited, but then he had a chicken mashed potato bowl. It sounded pretty good. I was like, what what is he
1: real? What is he at KFC getting the famous bowl? (laughs) Fuck. Um, I didn't really, I never did like hot lunch. I would always bring lunch from home. So it was really just whatever. And I I ain't gonna lie to you. My mom would always make me lunch. Whatever she'd make me is what I would eat. And the thing is. I would always eat it in like third or fourth period before lunch, because at lunch, me and my buddy would always just leave because you could leave when you're seniors.
0: Were you a brown bag or a lunch? Oh, box yeah. Guy? No,
1: no, no, Straight brown bag. Can Great. I
0: say that I, I became a hot food guy because I would, my parents wouldn't do the brown bag. It was only lunch box. And then lunch box gets a little
1: can't. You can't have that lunch box forever. You start looking like a square. See, but what's funny is lunch boxes like you, you reach a point where you're a square for having a lunch box, but then they come back around. Like, my sister's a nurse, she bought a new lunch box. Like, what the hell are you doing? She's like, I mean, I have to bring my lunch every day, I might as well have a lunch box. I'm like, kind of a good point. We're back to lunch boxes being cool. I mean, what are you gonna do? Not have like a nice cold lunch, true or warm if you
0: or warm something warm? Doesn't, doesn't matter what temperature, Tom. Oh, am I answering what's my favorite lunch? Yeah, go ahead. Is it a pizza? No, I wanted you to play the next question, but now I want to hear about your lunch.
3: Uh, what is it? I had like a chicken sandwich. We had a good chicken sandwich in high school. I would, I would go with the chicken sandwich, and we had like these big cookies that I remember. I don't know. That's not like a lunch food, but like, I I'll be honest. There was times where I would skip lunch and just like get the big cookie, and then like you know be 15 and just run on sugar and be fine.
0: Yeah, everything was fine.
3: Yeah. All right. Next question.
4: Hi. I'm Coraline. I'm nine years old, and I play softball. I'm wondering how you handle being as busy as you are with families and practices, games, and away games. I just don't know how you handle it all, and I'm just wondering it. Bye. Bye.
2: We, we need to stop cursing if we have nine-year-olds. I was gonna say she's gonna I'm not cursing on this answer. I'll tell you that much. Wow later. what. thats that is that gonna be the cutest
0: question we get all day? Tom's gotta be right?
3: There, there's probably one other that's
2: that's up there. there.'s, there's that's,
0: that was pretty incredible. Not um, beating that one. And also a great question. Uh, could you guys like to start? I feel uh, like- Nico by the way, Nico
1: just left a voicemail so there you go. <laughs> like college it was tough. Like, that was much more time-consuming, like, with class in the morning, practice in the afternoon, homework at night. Like, that wasn't a whole-day thing. Like, pro ball isn't quite as crazy. Like, obviously, you're at the field, like, most of the day, but, like, you still have, like, a good amount of the time where you're just kind of relaxing.
2: Yeah, I can second that. You have a lot more downtime than you think. Honestly, at the field, too, you get there really early. And depending on what you do with your time – I mean, there's a lot of downtime, um, kind of chop with the boys, you know, play cards, play ping pong, you know, get your work done, lift, whatever it is. And um, I would say up until after BP, you kind of have a good amount of time. But once BP hits, you're kind of locked in for game mode.
0: Let me go a different direction. The eight month schedule with no off days or flexibility like not being able to see family when you need to, or like if there's a family event or a wedding or a get together and then you can't go like that part of it is definitely tough. And I think a lot of time on the phone, talking to people, staying connected, but also um, kind of that, that love for the game and getting to the field is what keeps you going through it and good support system.
1: Good answer, Ian. It's a professional yeah. answer right there. Thanks guys. Hey, guys,
4: uh, this is Robert Morrison. I am a uh, Cubs fan uh, living in uh, South Carolina. I really love the podcast. Thanks for everything with that. So I wanted to know what the origin story of the podcast was. How does it that a bunch of baseball players decide, hey, let's do a podcast and name it after the house that we live in? So if you could tell that story, that'd be awesome. Thanks. I really appreciate it, and hopefully we'll get a season soon.
0: Would one of you guys like to tackle that or would you like me?
1: To I mean, you're, that? you're the creator. So it's, it definitely, was your, Hey, it was your rule.
0: Is that, was, is that the original story that I was a rule? I don't know if it was a rule, but this is how I would tell it. And you can correct me. We, I, these guys moved into where I was living during spring training uh, and a couple days went by uh, and there was no baseball coming in the near future. And um, kind of a point where content was needed for the game, and I said, "Hey, if you guys are going to be here, we're going to do a podcast, and you don't really have a choice. And we're going to record it, and we're going to see how it goes."
1: Is that uh, actually how it went? How did you guys say? Would say it went? I don't even remember you saying it like I, that at all. I, I remember. I, I remember it pretty well. There was, was some resistance, it. though. There was resistance. I thought you asked if we wanted to, and I was just like, sure,
0: why not? I think you might've said sure, but I think the other two resisted a little bit.
2: (laughs) I The way that I remember, this is kind of the story that I tell. It was, remember when we had dinner at the compound the first night during spring training, when we had pizza there? Yeah. And we were like, holy shit, this house is huge. Oh my God. And you're like, no, 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 I don't stay here. I stay in the pool house. So we left there. We were like, oh my God, you have all of these houses or all of these rooms open. Like, thought nothing would come of it. And then Dakota and I were playing golf. I think with was Schwarber at the time. We were saying, when everything got shut down, we got word. We were like, oh my God, what are we going to do? It's probably only going to be a few weeks. Like, let's ask Cap. And Dakota, you texted him first.
1: Yeah, I and- thought, yeah.
2: And you were like, hey, Ian, uh, what are you doing? You know, since you have that big house what are you going to do? And he's well, like, I'm staying. It, was,
1: it was at the time where people were deciding whether they were going to go home or wait it out. Right. And he was like, no, I'm going to stay. And Dakota was like, uh, since you have all those rooms,
2: can I stay? And he's like, yeah, let me ask so-and-so. And she said, yes. And then I was like, Hey Ian, you got any more rooms open? And then he said, yes. And then Nico was staying at, at the hotel that he was staying at for spring training. And he was like, going back and forth. And then at the end, he was kind of just like, all right, I'll come. But to the compound part, I remember Ian was like, yeah, you guys can stay as long as we do a podcast. And Dakota, Dakota said, yes. And I was like, what the fuck do we do? a podcast. Who the fuck wants to hear from two minor leaguers and you like, no offense. I was just like, yeah, this is great. They want to hear from you. They don't want to hear from us. And now we're a hundred episodes in.
1: I don't remember that because I thought it was like, Ian like floated the idea. And we were just like, sure. No, was some there was some, it, it was there was some like, heavy resistance. I don't from think Zach. it was a if you don't do it, you can't live here. It like,
2: was kind of like, hey, you're staying here. We're doing a we're doing a podcast. I was like, what am I going to do? Argue with them? Okay, I'll do it. I don't think Nico was super on board to start either. Yeah, I was just more of like, nobody wants to hear from me.
0: We named it. We named it after the compound. The house actually wasn't ever referred to the compound until we got there and started calling it the compound. Uh, I never referred to as a compound. Then we named the podcast after it. And then we found out that the people who own the house, their family and friends referred to it as a compound as well. So that was a, you have to, yeah, it's what it is. That was a really long answer to a pretty simple question.
3: Well, Ian, can I ask you though, why did you want to start the podcast? It seems like he wanted to find out of the roots and you're the guy who kind of pushed for it.
0: I was I was thinking, and now I feel like I don't even know how to tell the story. I was thinking about telling or about starting a podcast at the time, just in general, podcasting was becoming a more normal form of media, um, and I wanted to create content around the house with us because I thought it would be a cool way to kind of show people what we were doing. But video was so challenging because I don't have the editing skills for it and I'm don't have the patience for uploading. So we did a little bit of video, but it didn't stick. And the podcast is, uh, what stuck and has turned out to be a hundred episodes in somehow.
4: Hi, Ian, Dakota, Zach, and Tom. I'm a big fan of your show and I've listened to every episode. My question is, if you could hear one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oof. Thanks. Love
1: your show. Bye. So we're taking this as like you only get that one song, right? So was that to listen to or to
0: say?
3: No, I think it was to listen to.
0: One song to listen to forever.
1: Public, public service announce. Public service announcement by Jay Z. The only reason I picked this song is because every time I hear it, it's still like one of my favorite songs. It's probably "Stargazing" by Kygo. Uh let it go
0: oh that song is amazing what's that song by taylor swift where she's with the dude oh. from uh Fuck. i don't know the band
1: you might have to ask Riz this on this is one. This is a song you want for the rest of your life and you don't oh,
0: even Oh, song's unbelievable. I never get tired of this yeah, it's, song.
1: It's a great song. Clearly you don't get tired I'm of it. I'm not
0: anything. good at names of songs. You're going to have to edit this time. This is bad. I'm going to find it though. Exile with uh
1: Boniber. Bonnie Bonnie is his name.
0: That song's never. Never
1: unbelievable. Zach, have you ever even heard of that song? Uh, no. Never mind.
0: Also the, song, also, the song matches, which is a walkout of mine, I never get tired of. So if you want the short answer, Tom, go with that and edit the rest out.
4: Hi, fellas. Big fan. This is Jake Storielli. Uh, I come from the world of electrical supplies and distribution. Uh, eight irons dialed from about 150. Five iron up to 200. Uh, I want to ask you guys, you know, the show's name, The Compound. I want to ask, what's your your favorite compound? I think by definition, a compound is a, a mix of two different things. So, you know, it could be fish and chips. It could be golf and good weather. It could be a molecule. It could be someone's, like, house, right? People call those compounds. Uh, all right, fellas. Uh, big fan of Zach Short. Thanks. Bye. So I like that, que-
0: that was a question from Talking Jake for all of the compound fans who aren't currently listening to talking Baseball uh, from one of our John Boy friends and co-hosts. Um, and a hilarious question.
1: Zach, you said he's a fan of you. I like
2: that guy. He's pretty good. It's probably one of my favorite questions we've had.
0: Do you guys have a favorite compound that you can think of? I'll go first. Ketchup and french fries. I don't know if there's a better combination out there then think of like the best fry you've had. Some people don't like ketchup. I'm a huge ketchup guy. That best fry you've had with some ketchup on it, that is an electric combination.
1: I'm going to say mine is beer and and pizza. Uh, Oh. Because I love pizza and I like beer couple of food. You,
0: have, you can't go food now, Zach. You can't go food. You have to go somewhere else. You can't do it. There's been two foods. Tom,
1: do you have one while Zach thinks of something that's not a food? Zach's not creative enough. Come on, Zach. Fire that brain up. I'm not creative enough. You did beer and pizza.
2: Okay. Come up with one. What were you going to say? I was going to say peanut butter and jelly and chocolate milk. That's not two oh, things. That's like That's like five things peanut butter and jelly is one thing peanut butter and jelly and chocolate milk together oh my god like if you have your peanut butter and jelly you're drinking chocolate milk how old are you three that is disgusting hey, got right, ketchup and french fries i don't want you to might as well have a.
0: It. you might as well have a lunchable with that it's horrid
2: um hmm. my compound
3: is lunchables and good childhoods because i don't know what Ian haves talking about
0: can i can i have i'll do one more i'll do one more a good a good compound fresh pair of cleats on a perfect dirt surface you know that first like crunch when the when the dirt still hasn't been torn up yet come on that was a good one
1: yeah but new pair of cleats hurt a lot
0: Nah, just new okay you know what
1: fine they hurt i'm really trying to think of one and i got nothing what about what about the
0: clubface interaction with the nice club face interaction with turf?
2: I was I was gonna say that I was gonna something with birdies and golf. Big sound of the of
0: cup, that golf ball in the back of the cup. That's a nice sound. Big fan of those. Was that uh, Tom? Is that the last question? The, the last question? No, we got like we got a lot more questions. Okay, let's keep rolling them. Uh, hey guys, uh, Jamal
5: calling here. From um, I'm in the country of Djibouti, currently deployed. Uh, so hopefully the phone quality is good enough. Uh, huge Cubs fan. Sorry Zach, but go Tigers. Um, I just wanted to know for you guys, like when uh, you three really realized that you had a shot of, you know, being a professional baseball player. Whether there was a specific moment in college or maybe even high school, like when you guys realized, like, yeah, I'm gonna make it to the show, or I have the potential. Of the podcast. Keep it up. And uh, yeah, go Cubbies and go Tigers.
0: This was usually the one that I'd say. I mean, going into college, I had a really good senior year, but going into college, I had a really tough freshman fall. I kind of stunk. was able to actually put together a good freshman season. And then I uh, got a chance to go to the Cape. And kind of playing on the Cape that freshman year, I uh, had a really good all-star game. Uh, and that was kind of the moment that I knew I was I was going to get drafted or have a good chance to. So that was when it was real for me, freshman summer, Cape Cod. Of college, freshman summer of college.
2: Mine was um, – I think I might have been a little naive, but my freshman year of college, whenever we would – I mean, we opened up with Tulane. I had a really good series, played LSU, played really well. And then I was getting – Like our coaches were talking to coaches from the Cape about going that year. And that's when I was kind of same thing, you know, kind of like if I have a chance to play in the Cape, you know, and I'm a freshman coming from a small school, I got a pretty good chance of moving forward.
1: Mine was probably my last year in college when I had a really good year. And uh, scouts started talking to me and I was like, oh, probably going to get drafted. That's pretty cool. And that was uh, that was pretty much it. it.
4: Hi, everyone. I hope you are all having a great hunters episode. I booked my first trip to Michigan to see the Tigers play, since you guys always talk about them. What do you recommend I eat, see, and do in Michigan? Thank you so much. Love the podcast. Bye.
2: Coda, get them. Go
0: Tigers, go Tigers, go Tigers. This has just turned into up? a full Tigers podcast.
1: This is a Zach question. I don't live on the east side. I live on the west side. She's going to Detroit.
3: Well, she said she was going to Michigan. I thought this was—I thought this was for you. She's Michigan, going
1: to the whole yeah. state. To yeah. out. She said she's going to Detroit to see oh, the she, Tigers. She oh, did, she <laughs> did say she's going to see the Go Tigers. I I could tell her what breweries to go to in Grand Rapids if she wants to know. I mean, it's three hours away. You don't have any uh, good. You don't have any good restaurants out there. I've I will been to Detroit like twice in my life.
0: I will say that uh, in well, twenty twenty. In 2020, we went and stayed downtown and everything was closed and we couldn't do anything. So I don't have a good feel for downtown, but uh, we stay in Birmingham the other times we've gone. And Birmingham area is awesome. Little town Birmingham. there is great. A lot of cool restaurants to go walk around. Good coffee shop. Can't remember the name of it. Right around the uh, corner from the and Would highly recommend going to Birmingham and hanging out before
2: you go see the Go tagus Birmingham is Awesome, and I forgot the other outskirts of Detroit. It's very similar, very close to Birmingham, and it's um, it's very upbeat in a younger
1: crowd, which is Royal great. Oak, yes, Royal Oak. Yeah, look at you. See, you've been there. I mean, I know I've been to Royal Oak. I haven't been to. De- I'm I'm taking this as she's going on a trip to downtown Detroit. She and said she here, Michigan.
2: She
3: said Michigan. She did saying Michigan. Saying, I'm yes.
1: going to Detroit for a Tigers game. So that is in Detroit.
0: I would assume that
1: she's she not like she's driving going to Grand Rapids. through the whole, Yeah.
0: She's not just going to like go toward the whole state of Michigan. I think no. she's looking for
1: things to do in and around the game. Because if she were, I'd say, don't even go to Detroit. I'd say go to Traverse city, go to Mackinac Island. Like don't like she's already north.
0: taking the trip to Detroit. Let's not say mean
2: things.
1: But about I'm saying, it, okay? I'm saying go North. If you're going to visit Michigan.
0: Zach, can you just places. give her one restaurant recommendation, yeah, please? A
2: place? I don't. I forgot the name of it. The pizza place right outside the stadium is really cool. Before and after games, it's always packed. There's only one of them because
0: I'm sure there's only it's one pizza Little place Caesars? around the whole stadium. Uh, you'll, see that,
1: you'll see it. It's a Domino's right across it's the Little street. Caesars. It's, it's, it's attached nope. to Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> nope. 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 Sorry, also we're not just, better tour guides. Just DM.
0: Just just send Zach a quick DM, and he'll meet you after the game for a, a, a slice.
5: Hey, Comtime Pod. Uh, this is longtime listener, lifetime Cubs fan um, down here in Springfield, Illinois, in case you know where that is. Um, my question is kind of for all the guys with baseball cards out there now. Congrats, Zach, on the new baseball cards, which is sweet. I've got your autograph, which is awesome. Um, what's it like having your first baseball card? And what
6: what's the pros and cons? And uh, what's the inside part of it? Like, nobody else knows. We just think you
4: you get the signed cards and send them out. But what's the coolest thing you've gotten to do with them? Um, I've got a couple of in half cards, We've got some Zach shorts, We've even got the minor leaguers of, uh, our man may neat but, uh, let us know.
0: I will, I have a couple things on this. The first part is when you see the cards, uh, that's just like a standard pose where it looks like somebody was just randomly posing for a baseball card. That is one of the first days of spring training they go and you basically at like six in the morning, as soon as the sun comes up, you're in full uniform going around to do all the media stuff. So it's like the promos for NBC Chicago and for ESPN. And then you do the MLB, the show thing where they take a picture of your face, but they also one of the stations is you stand on the field and do a bunch of like stock poses for baseball cards for tops, which is hilarious that they actually use those for baseball cards. But The other ones are just action shots from games, which should be like every baseball card. Um, And actually seeing that for the first time was really, really cool. And there was one baseball card last year. I have it somewhere. I don't really have kept none of my own except for this one, which was it said on the back, um, that Ian Hap has uh, a podcast called The Compound, and then it said something about Connect Roasters on the back of the card, which is really, really cool. So I kept that one. You want um, to see
1: something real quick? This is my wallet. I got a Nico Horner A card in there. It's been in my wallet since The Compound, and it'll always be there.
0: Did you take it when he was signing them in The Compound?
1: No, he was signing big league ones at the compound. That's a double A one. That's like a Tennessee Smokies, Nico Horner card. And I just I which put he, it in my wallet, and I've always had it in there. And like it's in there now, which is probably it's pretty rare because he spent what two weeks there. Literally, that's why. Hey, I'm gonna sell that for big money one day. It's a good point. It's a good point. He didn't sign it though, unfortunately. Zach,
0: anything else on cards that you'd like to add?
2: Yeah, I mean, seeing your yourself, even if it's a minor league card, is still really cool. You know, half the people out there don't even you know, not know the difference, but you as a player, you know, the difference, like what Dakota said, you know, it's like when you have the team ones, it's like, Oh yeah, this is cool. But you kind of have nothing that goes into them. But it was funny. The first one that I got this year, it was my first card that I signed with me on it, the real one. And my face was like disheveled. It was in the middle of turning a double play. And I was like, tops, we couldn't have found a better picture out there of me on a card. You would like some kind of approval. You know, that, you'd like that some. Is, that's my thing. If people were like, hey, you didn't sign off
0: on this, I was like, I had no fucking idea. Yeah, you have no clue. When cards are printed, you have no clue. But it would be nice to sign off and be like, hey, I look like a dummy. Just give like him something. Make me look cool.
2: Right. Give him like three options out here. A, B, or C. Which one do you want?
0: Yeah. But, uh,
2: but the, most, the most recent one I just signed is pretty cool. It's me turning another double play, and Otani is
1: sliding in, and he, he's a big part of the card, and it's, it's pretty sick.
2: That is awesome.
1: Are you sure it's not an Otani card and you happen to be on it? Uh, I don't know. That might what? be
0: even cooler.
1: Yeah. yeah, 100%. That'd be way cooler. No. I want to go I'm getting
2: I'm, I should get one signed by him. Hey man, like, you know, it was an honor to share a card with you. You know, I, I'm sure the feelings are mutual. So like,
1: <laughs> go up to him after a game and be like, "Hey man, I'm sure you remember me. Like, we're on a card together. Like, you know me." Hey, show show, what's <laughs> up, bro? I
0: have, I have one card that's not actually a real card. I think it was like a display piece. I can't remember where I, sh- I took it from. I took it from the field or somewhere. But it's, it's basically the size of like this behind me. And half of it is me and half of it is Riz. And someday I want to get him to sign it because it's hilarious. I keep it. It's in my Chicago apartment in the closet somewhere.
1: Weird, brag that, have, have. weird brag that you have to say which of your homes it's in.
3: Before we get to some more of your guys' questions on this special 100th episode, let's step aside for a moment to talk about today's sponsor, Roman. You know, guys, we're trying to get baseball ready here in 2022, and I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll see. But when the moment moment for intimacy arrives, you need to be ready, and that is Roman Ready. You know, one of my friends, shout out to my friend Aaron Wong, he is about to match as a urologist, and so this is a subject that he knows a lot about, and we were talking about this last night. ED is more common than most people think. In fact, 52% of men between the ages of 40 and 70 will experience some form of ED The benefits of ED treatment are obvious, and they'll help you reconnect with your partner and rediscover the joy of sex. Roman ready is confidence personified. It is self-assurance that comes from knowing you've prepared yourself for the moment when intimacy arrives. Roman system is completely confidential, and totally discreet. No big logos or labels on packages. Again, we want baseball to be ready. They're not ready, so you need to be Roman ready. Go to getroman.com slash compound today. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash compound and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash compound, and if you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control. Go to GetRoman.com slash compound. That's GetRoman.com slash compound today. Be Roman ready, even if baseball isn't. Now, let's get back into your guys' questions.
5: Hey, guys. This is Scott E. calling from Pittsburgh.
3: First off, gotta say love the voice reporting, Tom. excellent.
5: Uh I got a three parter for the fellas. Um, first part this is for Dakota. Dakota, what do we think our Detroit Lions are gonna do at pick two and thirty two uh after watching some of the combine this weekend? want to get your feel for that. Uh second part, uh guys when the uh when's the big cat uh episode coming out? Maybe you guys are just sitting on that one so us fans would love to hear that soon. And then third part, uh Ian can answer this one. But uh, what is the, what was the most mad or pissed off you guys saw Dakota get at Zach or Zach get at Dakota at the actual compound where you guys are living there in Arizona? I know uh, knowing them too, temper, uh, tempers are probably flaring on the golf course or on the tennis court. So uh, what was one particular moment that stood out for you uh, being a witness there? I'll uh, hang up and
1: listen. Love the pod, guys.
2: Scotty isn't fucking, F. Ross. is
1: there a fucking shot clock for people like him on these things? I'm gonna be honest, I didn't realize at first it was Scott until he said this one's for Dakota, and then he talked about the Lions. And I was like, That's fucking Scotty. We should we should have known it was him when
2: he's playing fucking
1: music in the background. Um <laughs> that
0: was the no, I put you, the
3: music in, I put the music in. That's his music. Oh, he's got music on the compound, so I put his music in. Oh, did, okay,
0: did you text good. him? So that he could send us that—that that was a nice touch, Tom. Nice touch. What was he his first? Th- he asked us three separate questions. I was gonna so say we
1: should go three... one by one here. The first one was about the Lions. I didn't hear what he said. What did he? What did he say? Who are they drafting at two and thirty-two? Oh, <laughs> first of all, Scotty loves the combine. Combine. I don't watch the combine. I I don't find any interest in it. I'm hoping that the Lions take uh, Hutchinson from Michigan at two, which I know he went to Michigan, unfortunate, but I think he's a really good player. And at 32, I'm hoping they take best QB available. I don't know who that'll be, but I feel like they got to get a QB in there to play behind Goff just to get him ready because I think it's clear Goff's not the guy. Would you Would you like to tweet that at him? No, I will not. But okay. I think that is a pretty well uh, – I think a lot of people think that is what I'm trying to say. Okay.
0: The Arietta one's coming out and then the, you know, big cat and I have actually exchanged a few tweets, uh, in recent months. Uh, we're about a one a month pace, still not even, um, you know, not sure why we haven't released the episode yet waiting for his approval, I think. So Arietta and then big cat probably back to back next week.
1: It's very likely that, that
3: that'll probably happen. Yeah. And then the third question was about, uh, When's the maddest Dakota and
1: Zach of each other at the compound? I feel like it had to, just, it had to have been a tennis. Yeah, there's a couple times. To- I mean, living with the same in, – and in during COVID, so it was all four of us together all hours of every day. Like, we weren't going anywhere. I think at different times we all got very annoyed of each other. But I think me and Zach – me and Zach never really get, like, too pissed at each other. It had to be tennis, though. That right. that had to be like the biggest time where we would not talk for a little while.
0: I'm trying to think if there was like one good blow up. There was there was a time on the golf course. There was a match on the golf course that Zach got. Re- I think we finally got him Dakota and he got really upset.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't get mad at us like for beating. He's mad at himself, if anything. He's mad at himself. I wish I there was. There, like, there a wasn't really moment. any like big like scenes where like we were throwing hands or anything. Like I don't know. Like we we got mad at each other a couple times, but nothing too crazy. I wish we had a better answer for that question.
4: Hey, fellas, uh, my name is Matt Mishler. I'm listening in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, one of my buddies came across to your podcast. Just want to say uh, I look forward to it every Tuesday. Um, you guys do a fantastic pod. Just uh, the way you guys get along, laugh laugh together, get fired up about stuff. Uh, it's really cool to hear ball players talk about what it's like to be a ball player, but also it's really cool because it's you know, obvious how good of friends you are and uh, reminds me of me and my buddies as well. So really just want to say thank you for your pod and being a bright part of the week every week. Um, my, my question for you guys is if you um, had to choose if you would pick uh, invisibility, time travel, or super speed um and I'm, I'm predicting the answers
3: ahead of time so
1: so to say thank you guys and congrats on your 100th episode zach start us out I'm that was a very nice message that I'm was a very about. nice message
3: can i say i'll give you guys a couple seconds to think here we got a ton of so many nice like i listen, i promise everyone i did listen to every single message everyone left they were overwhelmingly incredibly nice uh obviously we had to pick i went through like three drafts of trying to narrow these down to the absolute best questions but we're going to use some of these questions as well in future episodes for fan questions now we have a whole reservoir of fan questions, so if you're not on this week you can be on in the future as well but really so many nice messages so i just wanted to say that thank you to everyone who called and i I do want to let everyone know i did listen to every single message and it was really awesome
1: and if you're not picked you blame tom not us because he's in charge of us. that's exactly right that's exactly right uh, Zach, you said time travel. Yeah. I think I'm time travel. What was travel. it? Time travel invisibility or super, super speed.
2: speed. Super speed. Ooh.
1: Can you explain why time travel?
2: Um, I don't know. Like you look back, not that you have regrets or anything, but you can change
1: with you can change how some things went. See can I put in a like a a rule? Like, you can't, how about that? Like, you can't use, I mean, as we don't have to follow these rules, but like, how about like, you can't use the super speed, like, for baseball, or else, I mean, you'd steal every base and you can't time travel to change anything. How about you can time travel, to like, see shit, but like, you
0: can't, yeah, but you can't mess with the time, continue time space yes. continuum
1: because then you'll break the universe. It's like Loki. Shout out Scott F. Frost. He'll love that. It's like Loki, the space time continuum. Now, what's your answer? Still time travel?
2: Yeah, I think I'm still trying traveling. I don't know if I'd go forward. Now, uh, forward no, because like scary. you can't.
1: That's scary. Like you can't do that either. You can't go forward and be like, "Oh, this is going to be invented. I'm inventing it first.
2: Yeah, but like, what I if? Don't you know. I don't you know. Drive, what yeah, if you, you
1: know, go forward and it's like a wasteland? Then you have to
0: then. And then it's the movie. Then you have to come back and fix it. It's weird how it's going to happen.
1: That's the whole point I think of time I'm going, travel. Have you I'm going a time, time travel movie? Too? I'm going time travel too because you can go back in time and like watch old cool events like i can't i won't affect it but i'll watch it from like the rafters
2: yep
0: i'm not gonna do that i'm going invisibility uh if you're a harry potter fan have you seen the invisibility cloak think about all the cool shit they did with that i'm going invisibility
1: ian someone the other day asked me if i've ever seen harry potter i go (laughs) and he's like oh why why did you hate it i go don't ask me dumb questions like that ever again please you should never talk to that person ever again (laughs) Tom, do you want to say what
0: you would do?
3: Yeah, I mean, time travel. I think time travel. Oh,
1: up. you're all bums. Go to the next question. Invisibility was second for me, again. and it was my second pick.
3: Hi, my name's uh,
4: Jason from Arizona. I think my main question is,
1: have you ever had a player you know playing
4: alongside with and meeting you been starstruck by? Thanks, and uh, always enjoy watching.
1: That's a great question. That what, is a great
5: question.
1: Have you, Have you ever been, been starstruck? Stri- Zach's is going to be easy. Have you ever been starstruck with a teammate?
3: Yeah,
2: done. Or is, or is it a teammate a or player?
3: player? Yeah, he just said a player. So it could be oh, like Oh, player. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Zach's I mean, clearly. Yeah, mine's, mine's Miggy. The first time that I saw him in spring training when I got traded, I don't know what the difference was, but like being even around like Chris Bryant, all those guys after they won the World Series, it was like, holy shit, that's cool. But I'll never forget miggy even four or five years later whenever it was when i saw him last year i was just like oh my god that's not a real human
0: were you guys starstruck when you were just drafted in the early minor leagues in the cubs complex and you would look over and see the big leaguers on the other
1: side yes we would literally talk about it we'd be like did you see jay hay's car did you see the car he drove today like we (laughs) would we would like try to sneak pictures of it
0: i guess for everybody who doesn't hasn't been it's so easy like we have all of these images in our heads. so at mesa at the cubs facility you guys you you don't share a parking lot with the big league side but you do share a cafeteria weight room food room and then you share the weight room so there's two entrances into the weight room a big league side and minor league side and so the minor leaguers are generally on the far one side and the big leaguers are on the far other side so you kind of see the big leaguers from afar. And then in the cafeteria, it's same way. There's kind of a big league side of it and a minor league side. So when you're young uh, and you see big leaguers walking through, it's like, holy shit. But I will say my two big starstruck uh, times were one was um, my, f- I guess this is my first spring training, but I was a minor leaguer was in 16 uh, and seeing, I has this vivid memory of Arietta, Lackey, and Lester walking in from the big league side out to the field, uh, and those three massive humans together. It was like Avatar, and the three avatars walking by, and then like being a normal person, uh, and that was ridiculous. And the other one was my rookie year playing against Ichiro, was a big starstruck oh. moment.
2: That's funny because I didn't really get starstruck this year except when I saw Otani and like talking to him on second base and I was like, Oh my God.
0: Which is crazy because
1: he's like twenty four. I literally, yeah. I wouldn't say like Zach, we were like starstruck when we tried in the camp.
2: I was just gonna say I don't
1: I think it's more impressed. It and, was like, cool. Like it was yeah. just really cool to be like, That's Chris Bryant right there, that's Anthony Rizzo, that's Javi right. Baez, or like whole, John Lester, it's like, holy shit, that's pretty right. sick.
2: Hey guys,
6: my name is Melanie calling from Northern California. Love the podcast. My
4: question is, which item would you most want to steal from a teammate's locker? Thanks. Bye.
1: What? Which item would you most want to
0: steal? I think that's a great question. I think that's a great question. Wow. There's some really cool stuff in our locker room. Jay Hayes had some really cool signed stuff. Riz always had cool stuff. I would say, though, if there was one thing I'd want to steal, it would be John Lester. He's got some unbelievable bottles of wine in the locker. I'm taking either a bottle of wine or a bottle of whiskey from John.
2: I'm not going locker. I'm going in the parking lot, and I'm taking Miggy's car. <laughs> You're taking the keys from his locker. Correct. Yes, correct. Yep. yep. There you go. Yep. Yep.
0: yep. Um, what about Dakota like in spring training when you saw Javi's stacks
1: of shoes or something? No, no, no. What I this is a weird one. What I would have stolen was Dylan Maples had a Junichi Tozawa glove that he gave to him when he played with us in Iowa, and I wanted that glove so bad. And he gave it to Maples, and then Maples had it in his locker. I would have stole Janichi Tazawa's glove. Was it a Zet glove? I don't know what it was, but it looked really cool, and I was like, "That's sick." And Maples like just sat it in his locker. I was like, "I think I'd use it."
4: What's up, guys? This is Coach Trev. Uh, this message is for Dakota. Uh, before we get to that, I want to say shout out my guy Zach, former uh, shortstop here in the show. Wanted to give my respect. Because shortstop's tough. Ask Ian. He never got a chance to play it at the big, big level. Not good enough. Anyways, back to Dakota. My question to you, my friend, would be, how would you approach me if I walked into the batter's box? And then what adjustments would you make after I took you 450 to left center? That's it.
5: Love the pod, guys. Big fan. Um, see you guys in spring training.
1: Um... I would that have Trevor, to go. That, that was that was Trevor Plouffe, by the way. Yeah, no, I know. I'm trying to think of how I just for all answer.
0: the listeners out there, that was uh, Trevor Plouffe talking shit on me and saying
1: nice things about the other two guys. Well, he didn't say nice things about me. He said he'd take me 450, and then I'd have to make adjustments. At least he asked you a question. Here's my only response: is if he takes the first pitch 450 when it's a right on right changeup, I'll tip my cap and I'll call it a day because first pitch is right on right changeup. Yep, I'd go same same changeup right on right. He'd swing over the top. We got strike one. Maybe even roll over first pitch out. Thanks. You'd have to you'd have to look at his uh his chart, but I'm saying Ploof didn't love
0: uh, heaters that you could kind of brush him off with a heater and then slider down and away.
1: Can How I say ones?
3: so? Trevs Trevs admitted uh, he did a really good inter- interview with Foolish Baseball where he talked about that he did not like heat. He was a finesse guy. He thought he could hit breaking balls well, but the numbers on fastballs were bad. So. That might I be think the approach. I think your
0: See, heater your heater up plays on him because I think that was when the heater up came
1: into the game. But he knows I know that, so I'm thinking, uh oh, he's going heater up is what Ploof's thinking. I'm saying, nope, bop, change up, roll over, first pitch out, back to the dugout. But he knows me. that you know that that I know, that you know. <laughs> so you know what we're going two seamer in. Yep. <laughs> Dare you yep. to turn on it? Yep, broke your bat. Thanks. Seat. You've come up with so many different theories of how to get him out that if this actually ever happens, you'll he's have a real dumbed it, up. It doesn't matter. It I'll tell you what I'm not starting him with. Guarantee that slider. I feel like he's sitting that and that's gone. And that's what I'm not starting him with.
0: Okay, here we go. I mean
3: he's gonna be at the he's gonna be at the house this next week, so you can see him. We're gonna have maybe, we'll, balls. maybe
1: maybe we'll face off on a backfield. Just kidding, I can't throw. Keep <laughs> going.
4: Hey guys, this is Travis Johnson. My son introduced me to the compound, and it's been a great experience. He listens separately from myself. Later in the week, we usually end up having a conversation about something you guys have talked about. We both really appreciate what you guys have done, and thank you to John Boy for picking up the podcast and making it even better. Um, I've listened to the compound since it was the compound, all the way through Intern Nora, of course, John Boy, and now the lockout. And the question I would have is who is the one guest that you guys have not been able to secure yet that you would like to have on? I appreciate it again, all the time you guys have taken to do this. It's been enjoyable and looking forward to the next hundred episodes. Thanks again.
0: I think we should real quick before we answer this question, that was very nice message again. I think we should give a quick shout out to intern Nora. Yeah. For being part of this run
2: with us. TBT throwback. Yeah, sneaky.
0: I, I was just thinking back to when we interviewed her. Um
1: <laughs> that was hilarious. We, hilarious. we actually interviewed her and we like had like no questions. It's like, yeah, you're good, like you're hired. <laughs> like what, what 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 are our requirements? Like I don't know, can you, you want to work up once a computer? A week? Yeah, sure. Can you work yeah. a computer like if we text you and like ask you like to tweet from the account, can you do it? Sure. Thanks. Tom, you're, Tom, you're you. great and all at our social media, but she built that platform from the
2: ground yeah. up. Yeah. You should thank her. Yeah. I, I We
3: were we had some overlap there before she left. And we, I thought I, she was great. Big fan.
0: Yeah. I, you guys should have hired her. I don't know what you're doing. What are we doing? God. Uh,
1: but back to the question.
0: Yeah. Back to the question. Uh, Guest that I'd want to have on that we haven't had on. You can't say Big Cat.
1: I, I was going to at first, but honestly, I think I'd be too terrified to interview Big Cat. I'd be oh, very nervous. Oh, my God. Stop it. Talk about starstruck. I would actually be starstruck. I feel like we haven't really had one where it's like we've tried to get him and they said no.
2: Yeah. Maybe Arietta.
0: Just like thinking of like a dream guest. Tiger Woods is my dream guest. I'd oh, yeah. So scared.
1: I'd be so scared. I, I'd i be sitting here, palms dripping in sweat.
0: I couldn't do it. Uh, I do...
1: I think I got my dream guest. Okay, go. Zach will agree with me. Derek Jeter. Yep. I, you are son of a bitch, Dakota. That's what you are. <laughs> I would you, think, would you, I you think be able I'd to be... put together a good interview? No. Oh, no. I'm not saying, like, I actually want to do this because I would literally shit my pants. Yes, because but, like, you know what? He may be your boss one day. I, and- I hope so. Oh, my God. That's the dream.
2: Wait, not anymore, though, if he just if he's done with it. I'll go wherever time. he is. I will follow.
0: I'm gonna throw it out there and say Justin Thomas as a dream guy.
2: Hey, don't you follow? Don't you follow each other on Instagram? Yeah, we're like, we're like,
0: uh, we were fake. We were friends for like a little bit. He came to Wrigley. We saw each other at dinner. We talked a little bit, but I haven't seen him in a while. So,
2: hey, you know, if you DM him, it's gonna, it's not gonna go to the request. It's gonna go to his message. That's true.
0: That's true.
1: I'd be so scared. He's got a big week coming up, so don't do it this week. I get more starstruck from other sports than baseball itself. I think. Me too.
4: 100%. What's up, fellas? Uh, shout out Big Tom as well. Uh, my question is Was there any times before you guys were drafted where uh, you had bad games in front of maybe an important scout or a lot of scouts? Uh, you know, any bad experiences or any days where you got home and you're like, well, I'm never, you know, playing in the MLB after that or I'm never going to get drafted after that game? I would love to hear, you know, some of, I guess, the negative experiences. But uh, best, of luck, uh, best of luck this upcoming season and take care.
1: I have a good one, so I can either go first or last. Oh, go last. Um, I'll go first. I, I don't really have any, like, games where I was like, oh, like, I'm screwed from getting drafted. But, like, I got redshirted by freshman year of college, and I was like, ah, that's not good. And then my next year, I threw 12 total innings. I was like, ah, that's not good but you know just kept grinding and i came back and had a really good red shirt sophomore year and here we are but i never had like a game where i was like maybe it's not gonna happen but the thing is i, I don't know if it sounds conceited but like i never really doubted that i was gonna play f- professional baseball i don't know why like even getting redshirt and then throwing 12 innings i was like i i still know i'm good at baseball Yeah,
0: i think that's like once you're in college there's a lot of like you don't even you don't even see the the there's no other path, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. like I'm going to, I'm you're going to school and doing it, but you're like, I'm going to play professional. And i played, I'm sure we all play with a lot of guys who in college thought they were going to play professional baseball until they didn't get drafted or didn't make it. And then I was like, Oh wait, the whole time I thought I was going to play professional baseball. Cause that's just, you're in that world. That's your life.
2: Yeah. For yeah. Sure. My junior year, um, I had, or actually even in the Cape, I struggled really poorly. And then my junior year of college, I was bad as well. And it was just kind of like, you know, the never-ending cycle you can't get yourself out of sometimes. And it was just like, is this ever going to end? You know, and then honestly, when you get drafted, everything restarts. Nobody gives a shit what you did in college. So that was honestly like the best thing for me, which I, you know, I got lucky and, you know, everything worked out. Stars aligned, but yeah, definitely. You know, when you see scouts, there, not walking away, but a little disinterested after your third at bat, it's kind of disheartening. Mine
0: was more in high school. So
2: I really wanted to go play at like an ACC school in high school.
0: That was my dream in the South. And so I had some interest from uh, Virginia Tech and Maryland and Wake Forest. And there was a game in high school. You know, they do that thing where you, you go and they, they come out after the game and like watch you do ground balls or whatever. Uh, I can't remember which of the schools it was, but I was taking ground balls as short and kind of throwing them across the infield and we played on a all dirt infield that was terrifying. you know those guys getting hit in the face all the time with ground balls. And kind of after, dude just walks away doesn't you know didn't even come up or say anything don't remember if they could or not at the time but it got back to me later that like i was fielding ground balls with one knee on the ground he was like this guy's feeling ground balls with one knee on the ground how's he ever gonna play shortstop in the ACC like it's never gonna happen like we're never we're, we'll never take that kid and so didn't get a chance to go there it was like it was like such a gut shot and uh, i'll never forget that
6: hi guys it's rachel here I live in the southeast of England just outside London and I've been a listener for about a year now. First of all I just wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes. For my question I was wondering whether you have a single favorite play that you've made. I know we've spoken before about your most embarrassing plays but I'd love to hear the one you guys are the most proud of. Thanks for all the laughs. Here's to another 100 episodes.
1: I love British accents. She needs to be I need her to do voiceovers of like our intro or something. Is that a fake person?
0: That wasn't a real one of our listeners, right? That was like a bot that Tom. That's a
1: bot. That was incredible. And she lives outside of London and and likes the Cubs. Can we play that question again just so we can (laughs) hear? No.
0: The Cubbies have to go to London at some point because we lost that series in 2020. So hopefully she'll be at the game. I will say my favorite play. I have two uh that i think of a lot i guess when i think of like favorite plays i've ever made one uh i was playing left field and i made a diving catch uh was pitching josh harrison was hitting playing the pirates josh harrison hit a ball down the line i made a diving catch in the left field corner to end the game and Stropey had a really really cool fist pump tom you can find that and put that in Good
3: pitch on the way a deep drive to left long run half over toward the corner half dives makes another sensational catch and the cubs win the ball game
0: that was one of my favorites and then my second favorite uh is in miami this was 2017 for the second one tom can't remember the year the first one good luck the second one was uh 2017 in miami He's playing second base. D Gordon hit me a ball up the middle, backhand play, got rid of it, threw him out. It was really cool. Uh, and I felt really good about that. And that was like probably my proudest infill moment in the big leagues.
1: Uh, mine was probably short season. We were in the championship series against the Everett Aqua Sox, I believe. And I came in with the bases loaded in the 8th with nobody out and i got out of it i think i gave up or no i i got i struck out the first guy the next guy hit into a double play but it got called interference on our first baseman so like one of the runs scored and the next guy popped so we were in the dugout like i was going nuts and i was in the dugout all fired up and they're like oh they called interference we have to go back out into the field so we went back out on the field, got the next guy to pop up, but it was still like a huge moment in the game in the uh, championship.
2: Oh my god! Ever, I uh, I, I have two like Ian. The first one was in Texas this year when I dove up the middle and had the glove flip double play.
0: That was a cool play. It was number two. I was, think <laughs> of the
2: day. I was just gonna say <laughs> I
0: think it was the second best play of the day, as rated by our friend uh, the John Boy Media. I yeah, think it was ploof.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other one—it was pretty cool, was, but it was second best. Yeah, but it
0: was number two.
2: Yeah, stinks. The second one was my second game in the big leagues. Um, I just—I get my first hit the inning before, and I'm kind of feeling myself. I'm like, oh, you know, this game's easy. After I punched out two times, but it's—I'm kind to knock though. You only remember had, your last at bat. Yeah, and I struck out the last at bat of that game too. So I had three, but I had a knock, and I don't care, and I had a cool play. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're all
2: right. Um, so Nikki Lopez is hitting, and I'm playing second, and he hits like a two hop slow ball to me, and I'm like, okay, the only way I'm getting this guy out is if I pick it with my glove and flip it with my glove backhand. And I was like, there's no way I just did that in the big leagues. Like, what the fuck am I doing? If I if that goes in the dugout, I'm I literally am walking off the field, taking my jersey off, handing it to AJ, and apologizing. But so like again, I'm on cloud nine. I'm like, dude, this game is so easy. Next guy gets on. (laughs) Next guy gets on. So it's guy in first with one out, ground ball at third base, root like right at my chest, clank a double play ball, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is supposed to be your best moment. I know, but how did it
0: turn so quickly?
2: No, because it's funny. Of I was literally felt like I was on cloud nine. I was like, oh my god, I'm making fucking sick plays. I'm getting hit in the big leagues, and it's just like, yeah, but. Those two plays, yes.
6: Hi, I'm Carol Shim, Lamont, Illinois. I'm 81 and widowed. Love Ian in the Compound Podcast. It's the highlight of my week. Love you, Zach and Dakota too. How about some video footage of the pizza anniversary party celebration? Thanks.
1: Damn it, that's not good. <laughs>
0: Somebody order pizza
1: ASAP. <laughs> Tom, where's your pizza? You said you come on, anything. Tom. I told you guys to order pizza. You could have had it here by now. You're in the pizza capital of the world. My only comment on that is, at first she said Ian in the compound. I was like, all right, well, I guess <laughs> me and Zach are just kind of here. <laughs> and then she shouted us out. Then, she, then she came back. But yeah, we are. Uh, we are sorry. We disappointed with uh, no, Ian battling. On. Ian was on the front lines all day. Episode 101 will have pizza. Come on, episode next week for sure. Yeah.
3: And Ariana. is here.
1: here. <laughs> He had a big cat and pizza. Yep.
4: Hey, it's Alex in Texas. First, I wanted to say that the only reason I have Manscaped is because of your guys' code. Ian, you're my favorite because you single-handedly saved my fantasy baseball team last year. And I love when you get fired up on the show. Zach, I have your notifications on for any time you do something. And so nothing, nothing gives me more joy than to see Z-Short, Homer to left. Dakota... Go blue. My
5: question for you all is what's the best part about working with the best producer around and top? Keep up the great work. You're my favorite podcast. Thanks guys. What
1: the hell is a... that all about? <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple things here. First of all, like I hate you Dakota. That's He's... unbelievable. He just absolutely says you guys are the best loves you guys. Couldn't get more you, And he hits me with a go blue. <laughs>
0: Hates you. Disgusting.
1: Also, of course, Tom picked this question
0: because he wants a little fluff. That's unbelievable by Tom, you snake. Do you know what my favorite part of working with Tom is? Getting a text at 5 in the morning when he's finished the episode with the link. 5 a.m. is when he finishes every episode.
1: You're awake for that,
0: right? Guy's a grinder.
3: I thought Uh it was 3 a.m. I had to play that one. When you listen, that, that guy was smart. He knew how to get in the episode. That was that was a smart decision by him. Good question. Yeah,
2: unbelievable. Tom has helped, helped us in numerous amounts. It's just it's it's infinite what Tom does for us. Because guess I, what? I'm not I'm not on there editing and going back. If I miss one part, guess what? We're dealing
1: with it. Tom saved Ian's life from editing. I actually
0: did. I wouldn't have made it. Because Ian if,
1: was the editor, and he, I kept giving half-ass offers that I would do it, but I didn't really want to do it.
0: I can say confidently that if Tom didn't come on and save the compound, we would not have made it to the hundredth episode.
3: One
1: hundred percent, no chance. No chance.
0: So all the listeners can thank Tom.
1: But also, if he didn't pick you, then you hate Tom.
3: Yeah, I was about to say that. So yeah.
5: Zach, Cody, Ian, Tom, uh, Miss Connor from Chicago, big fan of the podcast, fellas. I The Voice about 30 seconds ago. Thought about it, realized it was stupid. I'm going to re-pant uh, my question here. So uh, when I say Parsi, you say Rump, Parsi? Rump. Uh, here we go.
4: You know, I asked initially kind of about all you guys' stuff, Ricky, kind of
5: what, what led you to the spot you're in now. Um, I say no about Ian being from Chicago, being a Cubs fan. But I really just want to ask about Zach. I'm super interested you know, I, I, I've done a little bit of research. Just because I'm a big fan of the show. You know, I said Zach was a late-round pick. went to a smaller Division One school. I would love to hear about your recruiting process in high school, kind of your college your career, and what life should be drafted. And it kind of being, you know, I guess lower on the totem pole, I think it was a 20th-round 20th round pick, and kind of how you worked your way up to the big leagues. I think that's super, super cool. Big fan,
2: guys. Thanks so much. Bye.
0: Zach, give us a full life story. Go.
2: Um... Yeah, I mean, I obviously always love baseball. Um, made varsity as a sophomore. Played third base. You know, this is I, I give all this credit to my mom um, because I was an outfielder until my s- sophomore year of high school. And she was like, I mean, I grew up playing shortstop. And she was like, why don't you try out for third? Try to beat that kid out. The shortstop is graduating the next year. Then you can move over to shortstop again. And I was like, there's no way I'm able to do it, blah, blah, blah. She... She made me, did it, worked out. Um, I had one offer coming out of high school, going into college, and it was the sacred heart. I was not really recruited. My grades weren't great. Um, That's what I could use a time travel machine for.
1: What? No. You're smart.
2: Yeah. Um, I was 142 pounds going into freshman on weigh-in day. I was 142 pounds freshman year of college. What are you wearing
1: now? Right now, you're 145.
2: See, that's, yeah, that's just mean. That's I mean. know what you
1: weigh now. You're 190. It's the most you've ever weighed. I'm like 193 right now. Most he's ever weighed.
2: Um, Yeah. So, again, wasn't really, you know, recruited. And I just always had that, you know, almost little man syndrome where I was like, I don't really care who I'm playing against. You still have to, you know, throw the ball to me. You know, we're still playing the same game. We're still p- putting on our cleats the same way. Um, And then, you know, kind of playing with those – those bigger schools, it just had that chip on your shoulder where they're not waiting until 11:30 at night to hit after the fencing team is done on the on the community gym floor, so you can drop the net down. You know they have the uh, the batting tunnels, the hitting case, or uh, the uh, hitting facility, whatever you want. They have it, you know, on a on a silver spoon where I didn't have that, obviously. And Do you was,
1: still hate kids that played at big schools, dude? It's just like. What do you consider? Like, do you hate me and Ian? I don't hate you guys, but it's like I come. We were. We were. You also. You also had this image in your mind where I think it's just like LSU and Vandy had these things. No, I know, but hey, Dakota. I listen.
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna send this in the
1: group. We practiced. I I want to show you where we practiced. We we practiced on an indoor football field. Dakota, (laughs) walls are white
2: on a town park that didn't have a fence, that didn't have – oh, my God. What You're do you gonna, need a fence uh, for? Huh? What do you need a fence for? You're practicing. Right. Dakota, we had to schedule without – like we didn't have a practice schedule where we were going. It was a, hey, today's Thursday. I'll let you guys know what field we're trying to go to. We shared our locker room with walk-on football kids half the year. We didn't have a locker room in the first half of the year. So when we got back from winter break, we moved our locker room in there. Um. And then again, yeah, you know, I don't hate the big schools. Obviously, I was jealous, but I used it to my advantage. And then, you know, like you said, you know, later round pick, seventeenth round, not twentieth. was rude. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, you know, again, kind of just kidding, never, but kind of. Right. Not really a huge prospect coming up. Again, undersized still, no matter what, and that's kind of where I go
1: today. See, but now you're
0: 190. You were, now you're you were a prospect,
1: though. You're a prospect. Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't on somebody's You were You were, you were no Brandon Davis.
2: Right. I wasn't on. Like, oh my God, this guy's gonna change change an organization around.
1: I always thought you could, man.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate. It. I know you can too.
1: I don't know if relief pitchers can do that.
2: Well, ask Mariano Rivera.
1: I mean, he yeah, had Derek Jeter.
3: Can I say that that was one of many our listeners I'm a little worried about our listeners so many of them had to call two times I don't know what was going <laughs> on why was like the number of messages we got from two from the same number twice like back to back I'm a little bit worried about our listeners I have The one that,
0: that the one that you sent us like the first one you listened to that you sent us was hilarious we can't well, play it for the general public cuz it would be not nice but it was so funny okay keep going Well
3: there's a redemption story so we're oh. going to play it and then we're going to play he, he called back. Here we go. Oh.
4: Hey, what's up compound guys? Love you guys. You're probably you are the first compound.
1: Or fuck. So- <laughs> It's the best call of all time. Because, so because many that every one of us, you've definitely called the place and then just like, like your brain's gone and you're like, what just happened? I blacked out. Where am I? So
3: let me tell you, not only did he call once, this was when we tweeted out the uh, the number last Monday night. He called a second time. Then he called a third time. So we're going to play. I chopped it up a little bit to, to help him out. Here's the third voice recording. From third
0: call. Our- Third okay. call.
3: Third call's the
4: winner. Okay, so take three. On my message. Just want to say, hey, my name is Steve. I'm a big fan of the of your podcast and everything you guys you you do. Honestly, this is the first podcast that I've ever really gotten into. I'd never been a weekly listener to a podcast until you guys. I just wanted to say thank you for getting us through two of the hardest times for baseball in the past five years. Through the season being canceled because of the pandemic and because of the current lockout situation. Um, And a kind of question I just wanted to ask is um, what do you guys think of South Bend as being your, um, basically like your home base during the pandemic and just your, like, being one of the ones that has the Cubs name? Because that's more or less my hometown. It's happy for you guys answer the fan questions keep doing what you do and i really hope you guys get to play as much baseball as you can this year
1: i'm proud of that guy for fighting through for three calls that's commitment he made it he did it
3: that's the reason i was like he's got to make he's got to make the questions because the first one we started off at such a low point and we finished really high
1: what was the question he was asking about south bend being like the south bend cubs and like what we think of it i i love south bend
0: I also love South Bend. I oh, had a great time right. there. I came from uh, Eugene to South Bend and loved being in South Bend. Loved being that close to Chicago. My brother was living there at the time. Had some great roommates. Uh, shout out Haji um, and a really you lived with Haji. Lived with Haji in South Bend. How did I not know that? And a heck a heck of a finish to the season. It was uh, it was a really cool experience. And that stadium is beautiful.
1: That stadium is, like, one of the better stadiums in minor league baseball. Yep. Like, the facilities of it and everything. And yeah. they get really good fans, too. There's been a lot.
0: I, this is – I don't know if this will make the cut or not, but there's been, a, like, a lot of negativity about owners. The owners of minor league stadiums, for the most part, like, they do a lot for actually helping the players. And the, uh, the owner of the South Bend Cubs is awesome. And yeah. the, the rebuild he's done out there is awesome.
1: Very committed.
3: We got two. This was going to be the last voicemail, but Nico called in, so we'll do Nico after this. Hey guys, uh, it's Josh and
5: Justin from the Backyard Barbecue Podcast. Just wanted to call in and congratulate you guys on 100 episodes. What an achievement. Three of our favorite podcasters Isaac Happ, Jack Tall, and of course, Wisconsin Mecca. It's 100 episodes. What an achievement. Now nah, for real, it's Jake and Jordan from Sesame's Family Barbecue. We love and appreciate you guys. And you've had some really incredible moments on the show over the years. Who could forget Dakota's major league debut? You know, that time that Ian won the World Series with the Cubs in 2016. Jordan, I'm actually still waiting to see his ring. Um, and then, you know, our, I think our favorite moment when Zach was included as the top prospect in that Scherzer Turner, Scherzer Turner mega deal that shook the baseball landscape last summer. But yeah. for real, all burns and roasts aside, we love and appreciate you guys. Maybe, uh, maybe the next 100 episodes will be uh, even better. Who knows? Absolutely. Congrats on 100. It is no uh, small feat. And, uh, yeah, maybe Jake will finally uh, buy some of Ian's coffee. We'll see what happens.
1: Mm, we'll see. Who did they murder more, me or Ian? It was a bloodbath. That was an absolute. That's And the thing is, those are ricochet shots at me and Zach. We didn't call them backyard barbecue. I didn't do it. That's Ian that should be wearing all of that. And instead, we got some ricochets.
0: Can I just say that I actually went on the show during COVID when they were doing backyard baseball, which is why I got so confused. But we do need to have them on. They sent me a very nice uh, DM after I made the mistake, and they are part of the next wave of guests that we will have when Tom starts texting me Tuesdays. he hasn't been texting me. Tom's been texting me. We haven't been getting guests. There's been a lot of labor stuff. When there's more guests, they're coming on. Dakota's running away from the computer (laughs) because this episode has taken so long.
2: I think he's getting his
0: food. I don't know what he's doing, but we still have to hit Nico's voicemail in.
2: I met, I met them Andrew Sloan screened. They came to Detroit. And we sat down and did an interview with them. It was awesome. They're, they're going to come huh? on. I,
3: I DM them to get them to do this, obviously. And then we talked about setting up an a interview for a couple of weeks from now. Yeah, they're awesome.
6: What's up, Compound Podcast? This is Nico. And I wanted to congratulate you. on 100 episodes. It's a big feat. And it's got me reminiscing for sure. Um, I'm in Arizona now. And we're supposed to be playing baseball. It's baseball season, but we're now playing baseball. And just ordered a Grimaldi's pizza. So things are actually looking pretty similar two years later. But um, definitely got me looking back on a a special time in all our lives. We had it about as good as it gets when all things considered that time. (laughs) And, uh, man, just back to the, the first episode, sitting around the living room with a little Amazon mic, talking to some pretty significant athletes, actors, comedians, whatever it may be, it was. It was a very cool thing to be a part of, and you guys have just ran with it. I made it into something that a lot of people have enjoyed, and our game is missing some of that right now. So you guys are the best. Proud of you. Hundreds is a big accomplishment, and uh, love you all. Have a great episode.
1: All I got to say about Nico's is that I'd like to take back and apologize for my comments to open the show, saying that he didn't call in because – Just in the nick of time, he called in, saved himself, original member.
0: Original member of the compound. Uh, I'm thinking back to the original times recording in the TV room on beanbag chairs. With at one point we had a camera recording us, thinking that it would be like cool. <laughs> it was a horrible, horrible video. Uh it was, We had a
1: camera from a fireplace, aimed <laughs> it was down, like fisheye view, it was so bad. It four would be of like, us hovering over one mic.
0: Yeah, we had one mic in the middle that we all had to like not make too much noise, and the camera was set up. It would be like if you had a ring camera that was in the corner. And, like, that was the video of us doing the podcast. And we
1: thought people might like that.
0: Yeah, who's going to watch that? Um, But the memories of the compound are forever.
1: I, yeah. he, he makes a good point. Like, we'll always remember. I mean, we lived together for three months. Spent every day. I day. Uh,
2: I'll never forget when we were playing golf every day, and Nico was trying so hard to learn it. He had clubs on the way, and he played for, like, two weeks – And he called this Wilson rep. He's like, yeah, cancel those order. I'm not playing golf. (laughs) Yeah. And
1: this is not for me.
2: And then he switched his order to tennis tennis gear.
1: (laughs) But he could be really good at golf. Like we went bowling like a week or two ago. Like I went bowling with him and some other guys. And like his first like three frames, he hit like two total pins. He threw like four gutter balls out of six. And I'm like, Nico, what are you doing? And he literally like, he's like, oh, I just need to stand like more over this way. And then he shot like a fucking like two hundred the next game. I was like, "What just happened? It's like, yeah, all he
0: has to do is he just has to think about it. He's a Stanford guy. He just has to think about it, and then he's and he'll good. be fine. This has been fantastic answering questions, hearing from fans. Uh, Tom's gonna have to edit this episode for like fourteen hours, so we should move on to Sloan Screen Time. But before we move on, don't forget about the obvious shirts. Obvious shirts deal thirty percent off, free shipping, site wide. Uh, and let's now do the Sloan screen time presented by Sloan. Can we say, I don't don't know if you guys remember that the first question we got started with a Sloan flusher,
1: (laughs) somebody flushed a toilet to start these questions. Ian, will you say thank you one more time to everybody for calling in though? Yes. Thank you to everybody for calling in. Thank you for
0: helping us reminisce a little bit. Thank you to Nora. Thank you to Nico. Thank you to John boy. Not thank you to the other people that we had before John boy. And Thank you to T and the compound for starting this whole thing. Anything else? Any other thank you? Thank you to the fans for listening. Thank you for getting us to 100. Thank you to Parse Rum.
1: Thank you sponsor. to Parse Rum for always being there. Thank you to Sloan. Thanks,
2: thanks to Ian for welcoming us with open arms.
1: Well, according to you, Zach, he forced us into this. I don't remember that.
2: I'm telling you, like, it was like, yeah, you can stay with us, but we're going to do a podcast. Maybe I just bought in right
1: away because I don't I remember it being did. such it like a bad. you have to do it.
2: You so, did. I, Again, I, obviously I was in, I'm still here, but I was like, what the fuck wants to listen to me? That was all I said.
1: I do remember that we were like, who is going to care what we knew? Like Ian and Nico, like right. they probably want to listen to them, but like you and me, yeah. it was like, I don't know.
0: I had a tough day. I had a tough day. I had a tough day. What do we got?
1: Slow screen time.
0: time. Slow screen time. I had uh, I had, I would like to preface mine with two hours and 13 minutes in Google maps and an hour 34 on messages and 36 on Spotify. Those are my top three. 5 hours and 27
1: minutes. Mm, 5.13. 4.40. Ooh, and you're two hours ahead of us.
6: Whoa.
1: Tom? 5 hours, 3 minutes. Day? Ian, that's a rare last place for me. That's a rare
0: last place for me. Rare first
1: for Zach and rare last for Ian. Congratulations on the win, Zach. 100th
0: episode. You deserve it. Slow screen time. Everybody go uh, flush a toilet (laughs) like that guy. (laughs) The first voicemail. Okay. um That's episode 100 of the Compound Podcast. Two years of podcasting time. Now you have to figure out what our actual one year anniversary is from the first episode that was released. uh And then we can We're, do a one year anniversary we've episode been doing it also for, take you 12 hours doing, to edit.
1: Ian, it's been more than one year. Has it? It's, it's been 10 years. Year. It's 2022.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. Our two year anniversary. I was going to say. <laughs> Alright, that's episode 100. We gotta go. <laughs> At the end, the
1: episode, like, <laughs> presented by Parasuron. Nobody
0: wants to listen to us anymore. See you next week.
1: <laughs> Keep it all How long
0: will this episode is?
3: Like,
1: I want it all in. I think we've been recording for two hours.